0: Hello, everybody. This is Rich Sports Talk, broadcasting on SoundCloud. Tune in, Spreaker and available for download on Apple and iTunes Podcasting. And thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. Remember to listen online and also check us out. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can reach out to us, richsportstalk at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at the handle at richsportstalk. And we've really been branching out over the last couple of episodes. And one thing, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, and I figured this is the perfect time to do it. I'm a big WWE fan, and one thing I wanted to do was do match predictions, mostly for the pay-per-view. Uh, if there's a big story in the WWE, we're going to be expanding into that as well, because it is something I enjoy talking about. So, I thought this was the perfect time, because it's the Royal Rumble. I wanted to give you my Royal Rumble predictions, and I thought it would be perfect as we build into WrestleMania. Now, for my predictions, I'm going to preface them by saying this. To me, these are the biggest storylines. And what is the Royal Rumble? It's setting up for the road to WrestleMania. So a lot of the decisions that I will be making in this, and a lot of these choices, and a lot of these match outcomes, I'm picking because I think, A, they're the best for the company. B, I think this is the direction they will go toward WrestleMania. And C, I think it is the direction I could see likely. And a lot of this comes based off of WWE's past history with the Royal Rumble, with how they build up to WrestleMania, who they like to put over at WrestleMania. So I think there's a lot of factors in this, and uh, I'm going to let you know I'm not doing the pre-show, so no Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, Rusev. So I just wanted to keep it to the main roster, the main show, and I will give you my predictions for who will win both the women's and men's Royal Rumble. But these, to me, remember, when I make these decisions, and I'll explain them, but when I explain them, part of it is how they're building toward WrestleMania for each match. Because I think from now on, especially the Royal Rumble, this is really laying the groundwork for the next couple of months to build the slow build up to WrestleMania. So we're going to start it off here with the SmackDown tag team titles, The Bar versus Shane and the Miz. And The Bar has had the tag team belt since October. Now I'm going to preface this by saying this as well. I am trying to make this prediction because I do think that you're not going to see a lot of turnover, a little bit of spoiler alert here. So I do think you're going to have to see some turnover within this show. So I see for the tag team titles, the bar and Shane and the Miz for this match. I see Shane and the Miz winning. And the reason I can see them winning is, number one, we know Miz is becoming a little bit more of a baby face, but we do know he tends to push the limit and also can sneakily win a match. And I think Shane McMahon could be the same way as well. Look, these two right now, they're a hotter tag team in terms of what they're doing publicly. I think that they're better on the mic. I think they're more entertaining. Look, the Bar is a great tag team in the ring. They are absolutely fantastic. But this tag team, and I will say the WWE tag team scene over the last year and a half has gotten incredible. We've got a lot of great teams. But it just seems like we need a little bit of spice in here. And look, the show is better when Miz has a belt, whether he's the heel as the Intercontinental Champion I think when he has a belt, his work on the mic is incredible, and to me, he's one of the most underappreciated stars of the last decade. I mean, we always talk about the big stars, but he has been an incredible heel, consistent worker, and he's had some great rivalries, especially on the mic, and I think this would be great buildup over the next couple of weeks, having him and Shane with the belts and I do think you'll see a little bit of transition. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of change with the new Fox deal uh, with SmackDown. So I think you're going to see Shane moving out of kind of that front office role. I know that these titles in the front office are giving key to begin with. But I, I think you're going to see him transition a little bit into this role. And I think it would be kind of interesting to see him in the wrestling role uh I feel like he could be it could be an interesting storyline and especially it could be a good story down the road if you know Miz feels Shane is holding it back I mean that could be a good build as well so there's a lot of good things if you give the belts to Shane and the Miz I think there's a lot more story drama and look the bar they've had the belts for a while I think it would be nice and refreshing and I don't think there's gonna be a lot of turnover in the show a little bit of a spoiler alert coming up so I have the Miz and Shane winning the belts Speaking of which, now we move on to the Raw's Women's Championship. And I I do think this could be a great match, Ronda versus Sasha Banks. And uh, Sasha, to me, is one of the top wrestlers in the company, uh, period. I, I would have liked to have seen her turn heel. I think that was her best character in NXT, but I don't think they're going to see that. And this is very simple. I think that this is a match that's going to help both women. And let me explain this. I have Ronda maintaining the belt. Now, there's rumors she's leaving after WrestleMania. So I don't see her losing the belt, and she until WrestleMania, I think they're going to pass the belt off at WrestleMania and have Ronda leave the company in that regard, so I can see that build up, and it makes a lot of sense when you really think about it. Now, you're saying, well, wait a minute, Sasha's going to lose. How's that going to help her character? If she is a great match and takes Ronda to the limit, I think that puts her once again in that conversation for a title shot, but more importantly... The biggest buildup in the company, and the not-so-secret buildup, was the unveiling of the Women's Tag Team Championship. I mean, this has been one of the worst-kept secrets over the last couple of months. And even Bailey and Sasha, they've gone out of their way to, with the Boston Hug Connection to basically say they want to be the first Women's Tag Team Champions. So for me, I see them, if they don't win the belts when they first come out, I do see them competing for them at WrestleMania to help add to the credibility. And look, I think... If you want to talk about the best women's tag teams, there's a lot of good ones. But I think in terms of what the fans would want to see in the best baby faces, it would be Sasha and Bailey. I think they understand their importance. And I think the company understands the importance of Sasha and Bailey to especially get that division off the ground and rolling. So I think this is going to be a good match. Put Sasha over as a great worker. Puts her in that conversation for a title shot, I think, within the next six months to a year. And more importantly, I think it's going to just add another notch to Ronda Rousey's winning belt, basically another star she's defeated, and help build her up as a great force until WrestleMania. So once again, Ronda is going to keep the belt. I don't think that's a shocker. I think she's going to be on the main card because it's going to help with bringing in even non-wrestling fans to the WrestleMania brand. So to me, it just makes way too much sense. Heading over to the other side, Asuka versus Becky Lynch and... To me, Asuka was the most mishandled star in 2018. Uh, I don't have to go down this road, but true WWE fans, if I was to tell you the year she would have after that WrestleMania match with Charlotte, you would have thought I was crazy. You would have thought she, she was crazy that they were jobbing her out to Carmella and James Ellsworth. But finally, Asuka gets the belt. Um, and look, Becky's red hot right now. I don't think she necessarily needs to win the... Smackdown Women's Championship again and here's my prediction and this goes and this will be a good one Becky loses but because of Charlotte interference and look Charlotte has been putting her nose into this situation she's been on the last couple of episodes been hinting about and even interrupting on the last show so she's putting herself in this title picture and for me What I'm seeing and building toward WrestleMania, people saying, well, what does this have to do with WrestleMania? I think you're going to see a rematch of Asuka versus Charlotte because that was one of the best matches of the show last year. These two have incredible chemistry, and I think it would be a great headlining match, except with the roles reversed with Asuka with the belt and Charlotte uh, trying to reclaim her title. I think that would be a good build. And look, Asuka just won the belt. She hasn't had it in a long time, and I think that the company realizes with the how they ended the winning streak for Asuka and the way they jobbed her out this for the majority of the year, they her reputation really took a big hit. And the, the worst thing they could do right now is take the belt off her after just winning it a short while ago. That would hurt her credibility even more. So I don't think you're going to see Asuka. I think this is going to be a great match. Once again, kind of similar to the Sasha Banks match with Ronda Rousey. I, I see this being a match where it puts over both stars. Charlotte's interference helps alleviate that and I think it will set up Becky Lynch for a different match at WrestleMania. Getting into Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Now this for the WWE Championship. Bryan's a great heel. Uh I don't see him losing the belt here because AJ had it for the majority of the year. I think this is going to be an incredible match and look, Daniel Bryan is fighting dirty. I can see him like the Miz earlier in this match Cheating to find a way to win, whether it's you know, distracting the ref to get a low blow in, whether it's taking out the referee. I think you could see a lot of different factors here. Heck, even his wife could come out to the ring to provide a distraction. There's a lot of deep things here. And look, Brian just won the belt. Yeah, right now I think they're building him up as a great villain for WrestleMania, like what like I've been saying, a lot of these storylines from the Royal Arm will carry over. Does that mean AJ Styles will be his opponent at WrestleMania? I don't know, but I do think he will be the villain, and they're going to keep building him up, building him up. So when he finally loses the belt, it's going to be a really big deal. And look, brian has been a great heel. He's a great ring worker. And heel or face, he is arguably the most popular wrestler in the company, so I don't see him taking off the belt. AJ gives him a great match. Could be the match of the night, but still, Brian retains. So I'm going to get into the universal championship before I make my prediction for the two Royal Rumble winners for both the women and the men, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. Now they're not taking the belt off of Lesnar and I know fans are rolling their eyes, but here's the reason Uh, they, I think it's going to be similar to Rousey. Now there's been rumors that Lesnar's going to leave the company for, You know, the UFC like Ronda. So could they both go out at the same time? That's a distinct possibility. But I think they're going to build up Balor for WrestleMania. I think he's going to give Lesnar a great match. But I just see Brock winning this uh, with maybe even interference from Braun Strowman. But I just see right now Brock not losing the belt. They're going to keep him on WrestleMania because he's a big headliner. Uh, So now we're going to get into the women's and men's Royal Rumble matches. So here's my prediction for the two Rumble matches, and once again, I will preface this by saying this is how I see them building out toward WrestleMania. So I'm going to start with the women's division. So for my women's battle royale win, it will be Becky Lynch. People are going to say, well, wait, Becky Lynch just lost early in the night. Why would she be in this Rumble? Well, first of all, they're going to need 30 competitors. So I do think Lynch will fit the mold there. But, look, she is the most overstar right now, and we've been teased the Rousey fight with her for now a couple of months. We've seen the interference. We've seen the interaction. I think nothing would be better. I mean, we've already got Asuka, Charlotte Flair set up on the women's side for WrestleMania, that build. But on the Raw women's side, we could see, and we've already heard about how some brands, like some rosters, might be jumping between the two brands, that Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey would be an incredible match. when I really thought about it, and I really want you to think about it, outside of Becky Lynch, because we've already had that naturally t- uh, teased rivalry, who would face Ronda at WrestleMania? It wouldn't be Sasha. I see Sasha and Bailey in the tag team picture for the women's division. On the Raw side right now, I really don't see a great competitor. Someone could say Nia Jax. Someone could say Alexa Bliss. But to me, the biggest match would be with Becky Lynch. I think with her coming in, winning the... Women's Battle Royale, it would do a couple things. Number one, it would help put her over once again as being the man on the brand uh, and just help give into to her character and how dominant she's been over this last year and finally gain the respect she deserves. And more importantly, it sets up a logical reason why she would go to Raw and how she can take on Ronda Rousey. There's a lot of good young stars, but I do think the women's brand, especially on that side, could use a great... Uh, title holder, and with Lynch in the fold, you could then tease a rivalry with Sasha Banks, with possibly Bailey, and Alexa Bliss in the short term, and I think it would spice up the women's division on the raw side. Now on the men's side, I have an interesting prediction. I have Braun Strowman winning the men's world. Round. Now a lot of people, I've seen a lot of articles coming out about some of these young stars that the brand could put over, how um, there's a lot of good guys who deserve a shot, but here's the reason why. I think they're going to give it to Strowman because, number one, they already took him out of the title picture, and now this allows him to be in the Rumble. Number two, one of his biggest moments last year was in the tag team Rumble to get to WrestleMania, and we saw how dominant he was. Number three, I think it would be great television. I think he'd be dominant in this match just throwing people over the top rope. To add to his credibility, you could have him set the record for most individual eliminations that's been held by Kane. And with Kane on his way out, it'd be a good footnote and help building Braun's character moving forward and how dominant and strong he is. And I do think here's what I'm thinking. It's going to be a triple threat match at WrestleMania where you could build uh, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar and versus uh, Braun Strowman. It would be David versus two Goliath. I think it'd be intriguing. It'd be a great storyline. And it means that Brock Lesnar doesn't have to necessarily be pinned. People saying, well, wait a minute. Well, couldn't they put the belt on Strowman? The reason why is I love Braun Strowman. I think he's an incredible worker. But here's the issue he runs into. He was red hot last year. If you were going to put the belt on Braun Strowman, it would have been last year. And I'm going to say this. His popularity hasn't declined. But you can tell the temperature in the room, whether it's how they book the stories or just the audience. It doesn't feel as big as it would have been last year. And to me, Balor is red hot right now. He's the underdog. It makes sense. And WrestleMania is about crowning the underdog. And look, Balor it hasn't had a universal reign. He hasn't had a universal title reign. I mean, he's undersized compared to Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. He plays that undercard role, that underdog role that you want to see at WrestleMania coming out on top of it. Look, he did an incredible match. Could he come out as the demon for WrestleMania? That could be a possibility as well. But to me, he never had a universal reign. We forget he wanted at SummerSlam but had to relinquish the belt due to injury. And he never has gone back into that picture. And he more than well deserves it. So I do think you're going to see that happen. I think they're going to take the belt off Lesnar. But for Strowman, I think part of the reason why if they don't put the belt on him at WrestleMania, at least they can use... This is a great example because Strowman's biggest selling point for the company is his feats of strength, his incredible athleticism. And what would be better than having him throw 13, 14, 15 guys out of the Royal Rumble, just dominating the match, just throwing people over with ease to get to WrestleMania. And then it would build up Balor's win even more because he's going against not only Brock Lesnar, arguably the most freakish athlete we've ever seen in the WWE, but against the powerhouse Braun Strowman. So it'd be David versus two Goliaths. So... That's why I do think you're going to see Braun win, and that's why I think you're going to see Becky Lynch win the two Royal Rumble matches. And Once again, these are the. Uh, this might not be how it is, but this is how I see them building the storylines moving forward, and to me, that's how they're going to try to structure WrestleMania. Now, I don't have any inside information. This is how I can see them going. This writing makes a lot of sense to me, but we also know that WWE can take some interesting courses of actions and that they'll make decisions that they feel are best so we'll see what happens but those are my predictions for the royal rumble we'll be back next week with my recap of the match what i liked what i didn't like who i thought performed well who i underperformed and what match decisions i agree with and maybe some that i don't agree with but that's going to do it for this episode thank you so much for joining us here on rich sports talk we really enjoy if you have any comments you'd like to leave or get in contact with us. Our email is sports talk at gmail dot com, or our Twitter handles at rich sports talk on Twitter. But that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us here on Rich Sports Talk.